Hello, 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 and welcome to Your Aunties Could Never, episode 118. Yes. I think yeah. that's where we're at. Yeah. I'm Auntie AK, and I am here with... Auntie Nana. Auntie Sade. And we have some very special aunties in the house. Please introduce yourself, ladies. Yeah, absolutely. Hi, aunties. My name is Carol Lathbridge. Hi, I'm Lola Kaywood, and I'm the other half of Tiwani Heritage. Hi. Welcome, welcome. We're missing Auntie Farah. She's not feeling too good. So big up and love to Auntie Farah. Get well soon. But let's get on with the show. This is your Aunties Could Never podcast where you get real talk, real aunties, real love, real messaging, real advice. Well, it's real laughter, real information, realness, realness, all the way live, realness. And big up our producer, Sheila, in the background. Woot, woot. Yeah, grab your plates, grab your drinks, let's start the show. So, Auntie Farah is not here, but she has told me a game that we must play. Okay. It's an alphabet game. I don't even know how to coordinate. This is very hard to coordinate. Okay. It's an alphabet game. Okay. And you've got, to, and it's in honor of Tawani Heritage, it's hair, an A to Z of hair. So we're going to go round and round and round. What? What hairstyles? Yes, A to Z of hair. What things associated with hair? No, no, hairstyles. Hairstyles. Auntie Farah has been very adamant and clear. It's hairstyles. So I think you get, I'm going to try and do the clock and manage this and play the game. What? There's a time limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't try it, don't try it. What What, what do you mean? Time limit for what? So so to get yours, you can't sit there going for 14 seconds. You've got five seconds. Where's the from A to Z? Of hairstyles. Of hairstyles. All the way round. Okay. So everyone, we'll start with. Uh, start with me, please. Start, no, start with me. You've been thinking. No, no, no. <laughs> We've all been thinking. Okay, you know what? Let's do stop the bus starting. So someone thinks of a letter to start from. So and we don't long. Start from Just a. start with you. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not supposed to play the me. game and manage. Okay, I'll start then. Okay. What, so you're not playing? I think I am. Then what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. going to start the game. We're okay. Okay. Ready, steady, go. Afro. Buzz cut. Crop. <laughs> the bomb bombs. Pardon? The bomb bombs. ABCD. Afro pop. You're out. How? What is the bomb bombs? They are like bomb bombs on your head. It's similar. Like bomb bombs. The the bomb bombs is not even a hairstyle. Bomb bombs. Siri? Spell yeah. it. D A. Where E? Even now, I don't even know. That was E for even now, I don't even know. You're out. I'm out. Fulani braids. Go on. Goldilocks braids. Hey, pause. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> please describe the Goldilocks braids, please. They are braids that are golden. <laughs> As modelled by Auntie Shannon. Hold on, but since when were they called Goldilocks braids? Since today. <laughs> you are out! <laughs> now, go on, Carol. How's the locks? Oh, I. I. Oh, indigo. Out. <laughs> Indigo out. <laughs> you are the winner. Yay! Yay! I, I mean, Auntie Farah, thank you I for that game. You was doing well with Indigo. You did really I well. It was going to be like Indigo Brace, yeah. yeah. No, no, because you said you are. The brat came up with a hairstyle. It's called the Bomb Bomb. Uh, send her a message. DM Google her. it. No, DM the brat. Go, go on. DM the brat. You DM the brat. You brat. You are a brat. Okay, this is your aunties could never. Don't forget, guys, to like, comment, and subscribe. But don't forget also to follow us on our Patreon. Subscribe to our Patreon. We have three tiers. 
one, two, three, yep. pick a tier and enjoy and get extra auntie content. You know what extra auntie content gives you? More fun, more pleasure, more laughter. That sounds sexual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> more so fun, yeah. more pleasure, more. You can also hear me singing. Wow. Live in concert. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's been a while. Is it not nice? No. It is nice. Because I'm, I'm also in concert Aunties too. with voices. Aunties with voices. We're on our second yeah, album. Yeah. It should be a visual experience. <laughs> not audio. Yeah, like, isn't that rude? That's, That's why she's not in the group. That's why she's not in the group. It's called like a gobble or something, but it's a backhanded It's not a gobble. gobble. <laughs> it's yeah. just gobble. not a gobble. It's a neg also. It's a neg. It's a neg. There was a compliment individually. You're like, no, but you could sing. You could look like a singer, but you don't. You actually don't allow to sing. I didn't mean as a compliment. That's out of order, even worse. <laughs> <laughs> you guys might take the hint. We've got aunties with voices. AWV. Second yeah. album. Okay. Second album. Welcome. Let's go to the next section. <laughs> aunties <laughs> with voices <laughs> coming through <laughs> on the microphone. <laughs> aunties. <laughs> With voices. Because I haven't warmed up. Uh, sorry, the mic position isn't right. Because <laughs> you know what Marion, you see what Marion tried to say. Do you not see that? That's a side note. Oh my gosh, I've been asked how you guys are. How is everybody, by the way? <laughs> We're good. Yeah. Just yeah. okay. Yeah. Hot. Very hot. Very hot. Yeah. I just wanted to say that. Did you not, not see that Marion tried to blame Mario or some people to sabotage his mic? Yeah. And the Mario was like, you also got watermelon seeds stuck in your throat because no one can't mess up with what you did. And it was hilarious. Check one of the shade room or the shade bar for the commentary. I, I, I totally understand what he's saying. Because I might to get sabotaged. They betray you. Like, <clears throat> You've got to find your placing. On yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And definitely when you have haters in the room, it's <laughs> definitely the most reactive vibe yeah. and energy. Yeah. energy. So when your voice is like, energy, I'm telling and you. And then it goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> someone okay. is going, fail, fail, yeah. fail, fail. fail. Yeah. That's what they're trying to through the sound waves. Absolutely. Yeah. It's all that energy. Do you see Surely how Erica Patu, she puns her incense. So your talent Eric, should be so powerful. Erica Patu calms the room and cleanses of negative energy so her vo vocals on point yeah. we don't tend to sage i think we're going to introduce saging next I will, week i will i bring, bring some palace will then. you sage your voices or obviously to protect from now it's time for news and culture and what have you heard oh, okay welcome to the family, welcome to the family. sorry oh. see the negative energy threw me yeah. off <laughs> bring it back you're Welcome, oh, yeah. we welcome to the family, Auntie Shadow. I am welcoming to the family Rachel Anson, who is a very talented DJ. Love her so much. Yes. She had a very terrible experience this weekend. We went oh. to Nep's 15 years anniversary, <gasps> and unfortunately, she wasn't able to get into the venue. She was supposed to be playing and she wasn't able to get into the venue oh, wow. because of the racist stuff at the club. And it was absolutely ridiculous. People who bought tickets, bought tables and stuff, like they weren't able to come in. She's obviously supposed to be performing. She wasn't able to get into the club. Wow. They were Did rude they to her. Was it because she's black? I don't, I think it was, I think they thought there was too many black people there. That's right. why I oh, think it was. what was the club? It's Proud, Proud Late. They have several establishments. I think they have Proud in Bank, is it the one in, in Bankman, basically? Okay. But it's Proud Late. Right. 
Right. And uh, yeah, okay. and basically, I just want to commend her just for basically calling them out on their BS right. and trying to get a response from them. I can go into the story a little bit later, uh-huh. a little bit more, where I've got like a risk what the one of the managers said and stuff. But I just want to welcome Rachel because it's yeah, hard. It's just so hard out here. So you, like just going to do your job and being faced with that kind of discrimination is absolutely out of order so i just want to just send her some love know that we support you absolutely we will do everything in our power to like try and shut this place down as well kind of thing and encourage discourage people from going there ever ever again because no one should have to suffer that yeah 100 i was actually going to ask you where it happened and i couldn't believe it when you said london yeah i thought it must have been some like backward place the worst london clubs are the worst and i guess that would kind of be considered West Endish. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's a stop. Yeah. yeah. This no, is what it they is. Yeah. It's a West Endish. Yeah. Exactly. Well, big up, Rachel. And is she a niece? Yeah. She's she a cousin. Is. She's a cousin. <laughs> she's a cousin. Welcome, cousin. Welcome, cousin, Welcome. Rachel. Oh, bless you. <laughs> now it's time for what have you heard, where we get into the week's news and culture. I mean, I'm just even going to take it from here. We have heard breaking news that Kemi Badenoch is in the front runnings to become the new Tory leader. Nice. And I guess it's for all of us to either celebrate or lament. <laughs> How are you feeling about Kemi Badenoch being the front runner for PM? Go. Uh, the way I don't want this to happen at all, I still can't believe that she's even was being taken seriously. I, I, I'm still like, wow. But mate, I yeah, we don't need her or Rishi. Why don't we need her or Rishi? Why don't we need her or Rishi? they are using them to be the most racist ever. Mm. And I would prefer my racism served white. Same. <laughs> Absolutely. Same. Yeah. I'm just really, obviously, as a Nigerian, it's just really embarrassing. Embarrassing. Yes, it really is embarrassing. <laughs> she should. I, I, I'm just so, like, I really don't want this to happen at all because I just think it will just give, like, what's it called? Like, people the space to absolutely vilify black women 100 percent that kind of thing we're gonna be we're already you know held as the problems for most things Mm -hmm. but it will just be tenfold it will give like it it will just tarnish us with like a a terrible brush really and truly and like auntie nana said it's just like having a like just because she looks like us doesn't mean she's for us Mm -hmm. as i said last week not all king folk are skin folk she really is not at all and it's just like you know people will just have excuses it's like oh you know because she's black and she so it must be okay oh yeah People must must agree with this. And it's like, exactly. no, they don't understand that we're not a monolith. And I just don't think this will help at all. And I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. Rishi doesn't offend me as much. So I don't mind as much kind of thing. But like, I just don't trust any of them. At all. Anyway, do you know what I mean? So yeah, I'm not, not here for it. Ladies, how do you feel? We were actually talking about this the other day, weren't we? And saying, it's really funny because a few years ago, someone said there's going to be a Nigerian woman and an Asian guy in the front runners to be the next Tory leader and potential prime minister. Yeah. We would have been like, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's really funny now to look at the reaction of everybody looking at the actual candidates and there just isn't that joy. Yeah. There just isn't that, you know, look at what happened with Barack Obama when he was running for president. Yeah. It was like such a different reaction. Exactly. Everyone was behind mm. him. And it's just, it's actually, it's actually taken me quite by surprise. Not the fact that people are not behind either of them particularly, but 
just the fact that looking at it like facts like on you know sort of on paper this should be a moment to celebrate yeah, yeah. and you know well, instead um, there's this I, there's, oh, no no well I was just gonna say instead there's this undertone of like almost feeling embarrassed like you said as a Nigerian mm. you're just like like, I yeah. just thank God Aquia, Nana Aquia, the other woman isn't anywhere in the running. So there's another politician. <laughs> she's not my name, my whole entire name. <laughs> she's got your name. What were um, you going to say then? To be fair to oh. Kemi, I mean, I completely agree with, you know, what you guys have said. But to be fair to Kemi, I listened to an interview that she did on LBC. Okay, um, on go. LBC. And she said, which I sort of resonated with her, there's more than one way to be black. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. However, she is saying that from a very privileged position mm. yeah parents are pharmacists she grew up in, in lagos I yeah. believe. Mm-hmm. she spent some of her time in america yeah mm-hmm. moved to the uk when she mm-hmm. was 16 years old and she's what the mp for staff and warden which is yeah. a very leafy part of the uk exactly mm-hmm. married to uh, you know a caucasian person yeah which is not a bad thing however her experiences in life isn't the masses of women of color or people of color no. here mm. in the uk right. exactly but some of her policies do make sense. However, the biggest policies that she's against is the anti-wokeness, yeah. which mm. I think is a real shame that that's coming from a person of color. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think what her what she can definitely represent the alternative voice, and we've spoken on the show a few times that black people tend to be quite more conservative than liberal, but it's just the way that conservative politics in the Western world do not do us any favors and don't serve us well. So when you have an advocate who is of color, who's saying dismissing anything to do with fair justice, rights, fairness, justice or rights as just liberal woke rubbish, that's the danger. And that's, as we've said, where they can be rolled as a world. This person, it's like the Candace Owens of the world who, yes, sometimes you're a broken clock. You do say some things that make sense. But it's just clouded and shrouded in fascist delivery and rhetoric, so it just doesn't work. Mm. And I think with also with sorry with Barack Obama, I I rather a Kemi than a Barack to give us to give us false hope and excitement mm. to then because potentially now in though we love him post his leadership there are a lot of flaws and holes in his leadership yeah. that we're like, okay, he didn't do enough for black people, didn't do enough for this, didn't do that. There's a lot of pressure on him. And whether it's him or whether he was the kind of, what's it called? The Trojan horse, that he was never ever going to be able to do those, make those policies real. Mm. Either way, I would rather a chemi so I can see what the way your cut, clock, cut, cloth is cut. Yeah. So at least I know what I'm fighting against. Yeah, and it's the same thing right now that says, I'd like my racism white. If you're going to have someone like that, I don't want you to be like, hey, I'm all on your side. And the next yeah. minute it's just, puppetry and puppet mastery. I was, I was about to use that exact word. She's a complete puppet yeah. and that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. And that's the danger as well. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I think that's obviously why she's been chosen or why yeah. they've all been chosen is because they know that they can't galvanise black people, that they are repellent to black people yeah. and to yeah. the communities that they're from kind yeah. of thing. So they, do you know what I mean? So they're seen as less of a threat. Mm. Um, I do think though that this is exactly what corporate companies do yeah. when they take pictures yes. of all the diversity people yeah. in their yeah. company and say, yeah. look, we're so yeah. diverse, oh my yeah. God, yeah. come and work it. Exactly. And they're actually not, like yeah. behind the scenes because they are not representative of the country. Yeah. The ma- Let's yeah. be real, like, do you know what I mean? They're not, exactly. they're just not. This, this goes to our view. I, I mean, I can't speak for everybody in, you know, on the panel, but this goes to our view about how we perceive the conservative party. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a long standing history 
of, you know, let's face it, some of the things that they have done, some of the policies have been very, very racist. Yeah. yeah. We can look back at, you know, Enoch Powell exactly. with the yeah. blood blood. speech. Yeah. yeah. When, you know, you know, the, the immigrants from, you know, the Caribbean were coming over here. And then even fast forward today, Boris Johnson with his Piccanini remarks. Exactly. Yeah. So all of that, that you know, combined. And then you've got this Olua Kemi, you know, <laughs> yeah. who, who's standing to be prime minister. And she's a female at that. Yeah. It's very difficult to dis disassociate yourself from that type of sort of history. Yeah, yeah. And her campaign and her policies are pretty much reflective of what I've been seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's the, I, I find it so annoying that we don't have this joyous moment. Yeah. And that seems really indicative of the United Kingdom mm. that we, we can't even celebrate that there are people of color running to run the country because we know that they will do a job on all of us. Mm -hmm. And that's including working class people. Like, you know, have you seen that thing of Rishi where he said, like, you know, I've got friends that are yeah, aristocrats, yeah. <laughs> yeah. working class. No, not working. But like, yeah. Uh, Come on. And, this is, and, and, and as they're pushing forward that Kemi worked at McDonald's during uni. No. Yeah, you might have. You might have for <laughs> yeah. a summer and probably to be like I, I'm slumming I, it, guys. I'm slumming it, guys. For the story, exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's no way that if <laughs> yeah, for the story, yeah. it's for the story. all those years before oh, it was strategic. Wow. Yeah, you know, when, they, when, they, when they line up, smart, their leaders, <laughs> they it's like they know them from birth. Yeah, yeah. It's literally yeah. like okay, you handpicked. Yeah. yeah. But okay, so guys, you know, people of color, working class people, tend to vote Labour. Mm -hmm. What is Labour doing? Where's Labour's diversity movement? Who's their voice? Who are the who are the who are the coloureds in the Labour in the Labour Party? I, I I absolutely do not know. Other than the guy that left Tripu, yeah, when he was a part of the Labour Party, he mm. seemed to be and like, then he really did, like he a young, young face, and yeah. Uh, yeah, and then he went about his business. He and was created another one. They, they do have a few, to be yeah? fair. Go on, um, tell uh, us, Bell Ribeiro. Yes. I do but, like her. But I don't think it's so much about race as such. I think it's down to class. As you said, working class people tend to vote Labour. And if you look at Labour itself, you look at Angela Rayner, for example, mm -hmm. yeah. she's literally deputy and she's climbed through the ranks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not even about if she's white, if she's black. It's just her experiences in life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of us can relate to. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Labour kind of sort of represents the people, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. However, when you look at the Conservatives, including Kemi, they are all from, you know, privileged, privileged yeah. backgrounds. Mm. And that's exactly what the late, sorry, the Conservative Party, in my opinion, is, 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 is all about. Yeah. And it's just literally hustling through these people who already were spoon fed and they get to govern. So can we ask, can I ask, why is it that in America and in the UK, the Labour and the Democrats are suffering? What is it? Is this a, is this a conspiracy thing where, because if even we've got no reputable democratic or labor leaders however and then the world needs to change and even when i even me if a if a labor person or democrat was to get in power and we've got biden nothing's yeah. really changing the there's so much dog shit that's been left behind cleaning up it seems to be difficult or it seems like they don't really want to because we've got left right i think tony blair was the first yeah. to kind of bring in that central kind central of, yeah. kind of leaning a little bit right left behavior so yeah. what what how do we clean it I'm, up I, honestly i don't know how to clean it up but i feel like although it is a little bit conspiracy it's just like who owns the media whoever owns the, the media right, yeah. controls who's in power true do you know mm -hmm. what i mean so mm -hmm. it's what they think that's what they want and that's so do you true. know what i mean yeah and like i think the moment time was it the 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 murder the 
the Murdochs. Murdochs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when they were brought up into Parliament. Yeah. So where they had that grilling. Yeah. It hasn't been Labour since, has it? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Murdoch runs yeah. runs things. Yeah. 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 Watch so, yeah. succession. Yeah, that's so a very good point, question. In America, they did do a poll and they showed that black people, in essence, were not voting. And black people were oppressed. And then what the red line, well, not redlining, but there was that whole yeah. thing with Cambridge Analytica yeah. where the way that, you know, yeah. they targeted mm-hmm. certain communities mm-hmm. and then removing voter mm-hmm. rights, yeah. leaning heavily on prison, mm-hmm. people of ex-cons and stuff who can't vote and all that type of stuff. Yeah. There was a lot of meddling in yeah. America when it came to the voting there. With here, here we don't get our truth revealed the way yeah. it does in America, and I yeah. think the same thing happens here. But we are apathetic. Who the hell am I voting for? Yeah. Really? Yeah. At this moment in time, it's like who is there to vote? Who for? is there to vote for? Um, yeah. I mean, Kirstama scares me. My own views. I don't think voting does anything. I think it really is. If you want change, you have to be in there on the ground doing grassroots things, and that's probably the only way that anything is going to shift. It's not going to be on an MP unless you're lobbying them and you have money. Other than that, there to me is like, is there the same coin? Two sides of it. It's the same thing. It doesn't matter where the pendulum is going to go. Mm. Labour, Conservative, they're all going to do things that fuck up minorities and working class people. So Jeremy until Corbyn... we figure that out, because we're not going to ever have a Jeremy no, Corbyn. He's not going to get in there the same way we're not going to have a Bernie Grant. It's, it's yeah. like mm. Bernie Sanders. It's Sanders. not going to happen. Mm. So ooh, this is our this is the lot, isn't it? What do you do? You go to the mountains. Do we have... Can we end on a positive note? <laughs> go to the mountains. Go to the mountains. <laughs> go to the mountains. Have a little escape bag. Yeah. yeah. And in your escape bag, you must have raven shoes. <laughs> Yeah. There's going to be a rebel party. <laughs> I don't do that. Are you okay? <laughs> one, of our, one of our past, one of our past episodes, when we talked about our safety backpack, I said I'd have a, I'd have a party dress and some raving shoes in my, in, my oh, okay. in, in your escape bag. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> really recall that very specific detail. <laughs> we may need our escape bag soon, though, if one of these think, guys does. Get yeah. In place, like, let's see how. What would be goes. an essential that you'd have in your escape bag? An essential that you'd have in your escape bag. Oh gosh, a picture of my daughter, maybe. Okay, yeah. that's very cute. Aww. I wasn't gonna say anything near as sweet as that. <laughs> I was just gonna say snacks. <laughs> Fine. Oh well, my escape bag is is I've got right. everything. What's, yeah. what's the essential in? There? Okay, a couple of essential what's things. things? Thing? Well, you need like a hand. Like gun winding radio, oh, you need okay. candles, you need matches, you do need <laughs> snacks, you need like battery packs. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, How oh. big is your skin? I think <laughs> that's what you need in your escape bag. Yeah. I wasn't gonna so sh- panel yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. I wasn't gonna shoot on your lovely idea because I have a picture of my daughter too, but I was like, what can we do with that? <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do with that when times of crisis go? <laughs> It's actually a supersonic photo charger <laughs> night, doubles up as a night. It's the solar stuff, you know. So yeah, it's definitely yeah. solar yeah. stuff. That, those are the essentials. And, and the, a knife. And a knife. Yeah, I need a Swiss Army, a Swiss Army pellet knife. Gun. A pellet yeah. gun. Pellet gun. Pellet gun. I'll bring the pellet gun and then when I'm <laughs> checking out, I'll just hand it to you. Because yeah. you were laying down. When she... Okay. What's happened? Okay. Oh, okay. Let's see. They're talking about. Uh, they're listening to our yeah, escape yeah, route. This is it. 
Well, I'm, as I said, I'm going to have everything that Sade's back, and I'll just literally copy her back. But on top of that, I will have a party dress because we will have a party. Yeah. There will be a rebel party. There will be in the woods. There will be. I think everyone's going to be naked. I, get, I think useless item, but okay. It was like one minor thing. It might be a little bit. Unless you can an use... LBD. No, uh, the material maybe it can be used for like bandages, bandages. exactly, yeah. uh, but it won't be used for its purpose. We can it, use your shoes to throw at animals, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. If I bring stiletto, okay. yeah, put them on, it looks sexy. No, not put them on though. red bottoms. You see, that can make authentic red bottoms, okay? So, the rules <laughs> <laughs> currency, there's so much in it, guys. There's so in this wow. <laughs> all right now, let's move on who wants to go next what, what have you heard auntie nana auntie Sade, if you're ready yeah. auntie yeah, okay so my story is my my new story is about hold on was about it is about this disgusting man from brazil oh my god yeah who's a doctor or anist anatic Anesthetist. Say again. I want to say, but I had a great anesthetist. Mouth. He's an anesthetist. <laughs> and he was discovered to, while allegedly, I think it's like maybe up to five women yeah. are having C section. So they're pregnant. So their babies come in. He was discovered through secret filming to be putting his penis in their mouth. So oh, I should Lord. say trigger warning. So this is, you know, basically rape, Rio. Mm. And it's just so gross like this even happens and I mean he's been caught and he's I think awaiting trial at the moment yeah. kind of thing he's in one of the worst prisons in Brazil I think I at mean, the yeah. moment in solitary yeah so I think he's on suicide watch as well yeah. I think he needs so. to be and I just want to know where are women safe please can I throw in on top and make us even more sad? We've heard about you know my stepdad or his stepdad who's no, been, his real dad. His real dad who's got his stepdaughter pregnant. Second child. Second child. Yeah. Okay. I just want to throw in I'm more related. stuff. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I just want to throw in more now. Okay. Do you know what it was? In my mind, I went into this because men, women aren't safe. Where, where are women safe, please? I, I don't even know. I who sent it to me? One of my friends sent it to me. And I watched it again, not really knowing that this was the scene. I'd seen the headline and it, it just made me feel sick. Like, that, have they got fit? Because I wouldn't, I would yeah, I read the story if I would, yeah. of yeah, him doing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The woman's head is like kind of covered, but you can clearly see exactly I just saw what stills. That's disgusting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was so in distress watching it. My last son, it was a C-section, an emergency and going through all of those steps that you have to go to at the beginning, there's else in there. It's like the, the mother, the, my, my husband was there. And the anesthetist, because he's going to put the drawer in so that they can do surgery. And then everybody else comes in. But it's you and the person and the sheep that's there. And I just thought that's so vulnerable. I wasn't sedated. And most women are not sedated. Mm. So the fact that he was doing that and telling the husbands or partners to leave, it's just so disgusting. Like, I, he shouldn't even be on suicide. But whatever's going to happen to him should yeah, just yeah. happen. Let, let the chips fall. But where where are we safe? I don't know. But that's my thing is to put the mindset of men because that's why I threw in the other stories. Like the mindset, what's wrong? Mm. And it's it's still, it's not being unbroken. Mm. This thing that men feel they have the rights to women just anyhow. And he's brazen. There's people in the room with him. Yeah. And he's Can still I mean, But it. that's what it is, doing shit in plain sight and yeah. thinking that I'm not, I'm, the guy is not going to get in trouble. Yeah. No, mad. And the, I mean, it reminds me as well of, you know, that there's 
multiple stories about it, but these fertility doctors yeah. 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 injecting their own What's the into yeah. unsuspecting women and denying, mm-hmm. you know, hundreds of thousands of men the chance to even be a father in the first yeah. place, yeah. but also the violation of injecting that into an unsuspecting yeah. woman. It's the audacity and it, and the arrogance. Exactly. And I just, I, I think it comes, I, I don't know, obviously I'm not a man, but I, I, I think some of it comes from like this weird warped idea of power mm. and yeah. control yeah. and having dominion over someone yeah. and it's just it's terrifying i don't in answer to your question i don't know i don't know where women are safe it's yeah. terrifying i mean as a mother to a, you know a toddler who's just two mm. it, it is really scary and you you don't know where you can place them and know that they're 100 percent going to be okay yes and hearing stories about children and women being violated in their own homes you know stepfather or real father you know having relationships with their own children and it's it's just so wrong on so many levels and it does terrify me i'm getting getting even emotional sort of speaking about it but for that to happen we know that these things happen we do however just to highlight it just reminds you of the world that we sometimes live in Mm. and we as women I think part of it is that we, we do know that we have to kind of sort of stick together and make sure that each and every one of us is kind of rooting and making sure that you're okay. Yeah. But when you're alone exactly. somewhere else, yeah. who knows what could happen. In a vulnerable position. And I don't want to speak candidly for all men, but there is something seriously wrong with that person, with that man, for them to think that this is okay. Yeah. And society. Yeah. And society, yeah. 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 I I just want to commend the nurses who basically put in the secret camera to actually what triggered them to do that is like they started to they just I think he was using too much medication for what it was like he's over medicating them and they just thought his behavior was odd so they were just like they didn't know what was happening they just thought something's going on and they were obviously like the rest of the world like super shocked when they found out what it actually was it's just so disgusting and I think I think you're right I think like I oftentimes we talk about this a lot on the show but it's just about pulling up people when they're being odd exactly rather than just ignoring after the fact rather than just saying that's not my business or that's got nothing to do with me like do you know what I mean I think that is the only way we can really combat like if everybody made that effort we could combat those types of things because there are too many instances where you just see someone doing something really strange and you're just like it's not me so let me just do you know what I mean those men who are in power Mm. and I can even speak from my own personal sort of experiences being in a workplace and you have your director or somebody who is managing you thinking it's okay that they can make certain advances mm-hmm. at you in a professional setting mm-hmm. and you are literally left alone because you can't re-report that person mm. because of the position they they, they hold exactly. mm-hmm. and it's across society and it is that who was that guy that fell from grace the director that film guy harvey weinstein look at that one i mean mm-hmm. they're they're everywhere yeah but mm-hmm. take it to that level you know put in your you know, thing in a, uh, in a vulnerable yeah, woman's it's, it's, mouth it's just, and preying on vulnerable children in your care. It's, it's just, just too much. But it's that sense of entitlement. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And it's kind of like you're there. The, the men that are doing this are banking on the fact that you're even if somebody talk. does see something, exactly, they're yeah. not going to say anything. Yeah. And I think a lot of these people, they they definitely bank on that. And they also have a, I guess it's reinforced by their behavior that 
if they do something with a certain level of confidence and conviction in what they're doing, even if deep down somehow maybe they know it's wrong, if they're doing it with enough conviction, no one's gonna no one's gonna question yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a bit like you know the whole catch me if you can thing. You yeah, know, the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he was so brazen in all the stuff he yeah, was yeah. doing, and he was just going around acting like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Like, yeah. yeah, I can fly a plane, yeah. you know, and all but, this yeah. stuff. And it's like, but no one's gonna question you if you're like, mm. I know what I'm doing. What yeah. are you doing? So, yeah. but that's what they'd yeah. be saying just in, on a totally different on a lower lower scale level when interviews and stuff. How men will go. Someone had this percentage the other day, I don't know if it was one of you two, that like, eight, I'm saying, maybe it's wrong, but 80% of men will go into an interview knowing, not knowing the full, no, not knowing that they're not completely oh, qualified, yeah. Um, yeah. qualified yeah. for the role. Yeah. Whereas women will be like overthinking, we're not going to, oh, I can't do that. They won't yeah. guess well, they, it. They, they, won't, won't, like, they won't apply. They won't even yeah. apply. Yeah. Yeah. Like man will like, yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. So we'll keep, we'll keep you posted on that story, but... Yeah, I mean, he's so in the roughest jail in Brazil, and they say they frown a lot on incest. They have a big thing about incest in that country, so he's probably not going to be seeing light a day. No. No, yeah, they put him in solitary for his own safety. And he'll probably... Like he was being jeered when he was of course, being walked, yeah. walked in. But it is absolutely disgusting. Yeah. What yeah. He did. So he's most, just... You know, somebody having a surgery, bringing life into the world, it's just the most yeah. disgusting but thing uh, ever. But obviously, this isn't based on anything, but I, I suspect... Like this is a long thought out process to mm. to kind of like maybe that's even why you've got that role you try to study that field to be able to act out this fantasy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like be, and like yeah. because it's surprised. too calculated. It's yeah. too, too. Do you know it's too brazen? Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? This is very very specific. And what has he done before and hasn't been yeah. caught? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, because he would have built up to that. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Maybe it's like he's wherever else he's been, he's yeah. just been able to get away with it. Yeah, and his Every recklessness. He's had, but he's quite new actually. I think he's not that role. Really qualified. Yeah. In that role, but he's done other things. So I'm hoping that they start looking into where he's yeah. been. He's been a G- he was a, a GP as well. Mm. It's like what else? And what if there's a network? To? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the like, other thing as well. It's just like this is probably not the first time this has happened. Mm-mm. Do you know what I mean? Like it's too much. It's too much power <sighs> not for it to be abused. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Especially yeah. where you've got these procedures where like there is no audience there yeah. do you know what I mean it's just like you well, you see it with like coma victims yeah, as exactly. well kind of thing being abused yeah. by people that look after them and yeah. stuff like mm-hmm. so I'm yeah I'm I, I guess the good thing that is this has been raised do you yeah. know what I mean like and people are aware so hopefully we can get some policy changes that's true and let's see what changes stuff the- what changes? Because you look at well, Gisle- you was it Gislaine's list. You can put a camera on the other side, like they you can did, have cameras, because, yeah. They, yeah. because they have that shield. But yeah, it's a room of like three or four people. Mm. Yeah. So true. now, if there's any blind spots, let's actually have some CCTV oh, so no. that we yeah. can see, so that you don't have those blind. And areas. change society's ways of protecting dirty men because yeah. Gislaine and Maxwell. Yeah. What's her name? Surname? Mac- Gislaine Maxwell, whatever her name is. Yeah. 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 Her list has not oh, been. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah we still don't with. know. We don't know who's who. Do we even know she's really in jail? Just seen drawings of her. Or now, there's not been a photo. It's true. I want to see a photo, and I want to see an establishing photo. That is so true. She has not, she's been drawn. I don't know why she's been drawn. Mm. Auntie Nana, what have you heard? Okay, so my story is about Richard Blackwood. On IG, he put up a a rant a couple of days ago, and he was slated on Twitter for his Jamaican accent. And I watched a clip of it, and it wasn't that great. So that's a separate thing. He was slated for, and he's an actor, he was slated for his Jamaican accent. But his rant was about, let's say, Jamaican borns, like Caribbean borns or African borns, kind of slating us when we 
try and have an accent and and, and teasing us. And it, his whole premise was they're doing it to shame the British borns for having the privilege of being born here and having a British passport. And it's like you you carry that shame with you and they're kind of like shaming you. And he was like, actually, we don't feel any shame. And the thing is, we're proud that we were born here and we're proud that we have this British passport and we're proud that we're thriving. I just wanted to know if you guys think the sentiment is justified or for me, I found it highly ignorant and I was a bit appalled. But on his comments with fair people like, yeah, 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 back you. I was surprised at that. Can I, uh, can I just ask, where did he do the accent? Oh, what show was he in? In the On EastEnders? No, I think it was no, his, no, his Richard his Blackwood. Was it was a clip this, from his... his you know, yeah. like a little skit? Yeah. Okay. So if you Google you it, you can see it, but it's a bad accent. But Why okay. does that matter, by the way? No, I wanted to know because I, I, I figured that if it was in character on on TV show, there's an element of authentic authenticity and people are going to pick up an accent. That's not right. So there's that conversation. Yeah. And then on stage doing a skit, and it, again, representation... How are you doing it? What are you doing it? So, I, yeah, but, yeah, no, you know, but I don't think there's any difference. Like, you know, when you're just amongst, like, when I would try and speak true, yeah, and I would get like gunned for it, okay. And so, I stopped doing it, yeah. That it's is that element of, yeah, I hear that. You really are like, I want to be a part of my culture, but you're not, where's your home? It's that sentiment. Yeah. But the thing, the thing is, I, I, I understand him very what he's saying. I think yeah. he shouldn't say we, he should say. Say I, I, yeah. I feel like this. I feel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff and stop speaking on behalf of people, even though there are other people that support him. Because at the same time, it works both ways. Like there's a whole industry of comedy that is based on accents. Yeah, like, yeah. freaking accents. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That people from other cultures they they're speaking English and it's funny. It's mm. just on that basis. It's insane. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So what are you talking about? Yeah. Like it yeah. works both ways. So like let's not take it personally. Like I'm you know I'm British born, British raised. Like I don't know my language. Yes, it gets to me sometimes I'm just like my pronunciation is off or mm. whatever that kind of thing or I don't know certain words and stuff but like as I've got older I've just realized like I can't internalize that yeah. Do you know what I mean yeah. it just is what it is yeah. but that doesn't make that doesn't mean that my cousins or my family members like look at me a certain way because yeah. I don't do you know what I mean like they're not holding hatred for me because of that yeah. do you know what I mean like for me personally anyway like so I just think I think he just needs to speak on a personal one I think what you're saying about authenticity of accents is absolutely right if you're even if you're doing something on social or doing a show or a movie the accent needs to be right like look at even you know what do you call it um, no Wakanda <laughs> like do you know what I mean uh, like Black the, Panther. the Black Panther there was only one freaking real authentic accent there do you know what I mean <laughs> really and truly yeah. and it wasn't the main characters let's be real yeah do you know what I mean so like we can give them you know you know like uh, a space for trying but like the accents were all over the place you was doing South Africa when you're supposed to be based in West Africa what the fuck is that yeah. it doesn't work do you know what I mean yeah. of course we're gonna have an issue with it yeah. and I can't even speak in the accent but I can hear it that is not it's right yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. so even this new fi film with Viola I'm scared yeah. I'm scared <laughs> 
Because <laughs> it's based in Africa. What are we saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm, because it can mess up the whole thing. <laughs> it needs to be authentic. Yeah. It does need to be authentic. So if you're with your friends and stuff, like we might put on like a little American accent and stuff just because it's so naturalized to us. Like it's not, it's not necessarily a big deal. But if you're if you're trying to make a career out of it, you yes, bro, yeah. you need to go and learn, get a vocal coach, perfect it. Yeah, and it, if right. it's not for you, it's Don't not do for it. you. Exactly. Or make it part of your joke yeah. that I can't do it. Yeah. But this is what I'm going to try to do. Yeah. There's many ways around it. Just relax, man. I think so. I, I think it's that. And I think, I think he's placed a lot of stories on top of stories on top of experiences into that one point. Because what, it's what Auntie Sade said. Do, if you're going to do it, make a joke that you can't do it, we're going to try. We do it all the time, like, I'm not going to do that, I'm not going to try. Yeah. Or, or we might hand over to Farah with a Caribbean accent. We might, and then Farah might hand over us to it's a West African accent. We just make light and acknowledge the fact that we can't do this, that, or the other properly. But you can't, I think there's something, there's definitely something what Auntie Nana said about us growing up who, who were born here, who are trying to learn, especially if it's a second language, especially, if you're trying to speak it and then are naturalistic family members might tease us and it makes you feel shame yeah. so you don't bother to try because i just get it all the time from my sisters i'm starting to speak to you and they're like ah, you're not you're getting it wrong why don't you know it and my mum even used to do it to me and i'm like well how am i going to learn if you're shaming me and if i'm trying you're making me feel embarrassed it's yeah. not fair <laughs> yeah. but at the same but this is us in a family setting so there's a conversation about that and i think that's what he's leaning towards but i think he's placing a lot to say that they're jealous because we've got British passport yeah. and they're hating on us. I think yeah, there might be one or two, but don't yeah. blank it, as Aunt yeah. said. Don't blank it, everyone. That's not the conversation. Mm. The thing is, you feel embarrassed because you did a shit accent. People got you. You're a comedian. You're supposed to be able to get that. Fix up. Just don't do it, yeah. I think, because it's, it's really cringy. I have a friend who is, I think, yeah, he's, he's Nigerian, and I think he's mixed with Nigerian and Caribbean. He's... African accent, in quotes, is terrible. He sounds like he's, do, he's doing the worst. And I, yeah, he did it in a space, and I was like, I haven't had the. I, I think next time we are in a space where he, I'm going to say, don't do it because it wasn't right for me to say it. But I was like, don't do it because it sounds like you're taking the piss, but not in a. It sounds like you're actually ignorant yeah, rather than yeah. you're trying to do something. It's like if you can't do an accent, then just allow it because it, yeah. it sounds bait and it sounds really ignorant to us so there's another side of the story that mm -hmm. richard blackwood was also trying to emphasize is when we code switch because he was talking you know he was doing a, ske a sketch where he was putting on jamaican accent to be fair to him he's he's jamaican his parents are jamaican yeah. mm -hmm. so he's doing what he how it sounds mm -hmm. and then for authentic jamaicans to say oh you sound bayesian was a little bit tip for tap to be honest with you but then he went as far as saying that actually we have been neutralized to kind of sort of assimilate so therefore you guys have told us that we need to sound a certain way we need to sound british we need to sound white and now when i'm doing my accent my jamaican accent you're ridiculing me i, I feel like I that's, think he's, that's that's that's, that's, that's reaching reaching yeah that's <laughs> a reach there's so many there's so many um, factors like you're, you get in the way you speak if you're raised in this country generally comes from school yeah mm -hmm. do you know what i mean yeah. a big part of that comes it's from school right. yeah you have to be really isolated not to get like, do you know what I mean? Like, not to not to integrate really and truly where you're so affected by your parents. 
Do you know what I mean? And that ability, just by going to school, you speak one way at home, you speak a different way at school. That's got nothing to do with the country that you come from, Mm -hmm. or your parents come from. It's got nothing to do with it. And there are a lot of British-born Caribbeans who can do that accent. You want to get Auntie Farron doing her Grenadian accent? (laughs) All but there's, 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 there's a lot so of British much. people in general that can you do, do that accent. Yeah. So you talking about you can't you know I mean? and blaming yeah. your people for that. Yeah. Whatever. No, that's, 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 that's how I felt. When yeah. But, yeah, sorry, go. Yeah, that's, that's exactly how I felt when I was watching him. I was literally like, no, this is a reach. This is a reach. But mm. it was the comments. I was like, I don't know. I don't know if he was deleting the ones that were against it. But all of it was so in favour of, yeah, yeah, I absolutely understand what you're saying. And this kind of hierarchy, like, I felt like he was saying, but I'm special that my parents had kids here. Yeah. And you were there. And I was like, I hate that's that not, shit. Yeah. I not, hate that. I hate yeah. that. I hate but that I do, sentiment. I do, I do think there is that 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 sentiment with a particular... There are some. Yeah, people, like, there's a particular, yeah. I'm going to say, age group that kind of go that sentiment. They, they have do you know what I mean? Like, huh? that they're, that, that they're more... They're kind of like they're, they're the better. chosen ones. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because they're born like, like they're born here or they've been given every What's opportunity. the second part? Actually, actually, no, Lola go. What what do you think of what he said? No, I think to to Shadow's point, I was actually gonna make a similar point, which is that I think there is a minority of people or a certain group of people that I've had it before where they almost want you to feel bad for being for born being here. Born here. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not it's certainly not the the majority it's certainly not everyone but I've definitely had as a result them almost like casting aspersions on oh you're less Nigerian then and I'm like Mm. yeah but ultimately okay I was born here I grew up here etc but I don't think whether I can do a Nigerian accent is a direct reflection of how Nigerian I am I think there's I think there's multiple because like you said some people just aren't good at accents Mm, so you know and I I think it's I think in adulthood because you kind of as you said where you kind of the way you speak and everything a lot of it comes from school a lot of it comes from who you've surrounded yourself with in those formative years right but I feel like in adulthood when you are I suppose less affected by what's around you and who's around you and you're more grounded in who you are and, and you know what you're about I think the way you present yourself to the world ultimately speaks volumes about your connection to whatever your home country is and your culture, whether that's food, fashion, your accent, whether it's, you know, whatever. But I think that's, I think that's more of a, an indicator of how somebody sort of, uh, uh, identifies with their mm. with their roots i, I think so I, I think oh, yeah I, just, I, have, I have a second part to the okay. question that i want to get you guys thoughts on because there's a school of thought there's a theory that to save africans around the world it's going to be like the diaspora that does it mm-hmm. because we've been in the west and so it's like we're going to go to africa and the caribbean and we should be in leadership roles do you agree with this theory <laughs> you know what this is where i was gonna this is where i was gonna go because okay. what i was gonna say is that it's interesting that he has this thoughts maybe that comes from him being here yeah because when you go back to home. back home like it's very different mm-hmm. there's different doors that open mm-hmm. yeah. do you know what i mean you can walk into different positions very easily yeah. mm-hmm. do you know what i mean so it's just like I, I I don't like that viewpoint because mm. it really is a very Western viewpoint yep. and it's actually part of Western conditioning yep. in terms of like like 
oppressing people and using Western culture to control other countries yeah. and, and repress their culture. So I'm actually quite against it. Do you know what I mean? However, I can't say I haven't been if been benefited from it mm. when I've gone home or similar countries. Do you yes. know what I mean? So, yeah. but no, you should have homegrown talent to have those positions, and it should be equal playing field. Exactly. And then your your I, I shouldn't be able to get a job just because I was educated here. Yeah. Why is that education worse than the education here uh, when mm. actually the students there are more intelligent yes, than us? Exactly. It's yes. ridiculous. Education you come in, yeah. over here and you lose everything. You exactly. Lose your, your whole tradition, morals, education, culture, every, yeah, over everything. again. So no, I'm not. I'm not here for that at all. I'm just not here for I it agree. at all. Seriously, I think there's so many. It's arrogant. Yeah, it is. It's arrogant, think we ignorant. Know better yeah, it's... over people in their own country. Yeah, where we actually originally come from. <laughs> exactly, and we're going <laughs> to take the colonized, colon, colonizers' mindset to tell people how to do things. We have our differences. There are things that we like. You know, what? we could improve this and that. We've spoken about. You know, when when we go to Ghana, you're like this is amazing. It's a country. Actually, this I've had an experience where I could do this better because of what my experience is in the West. Yeah. But also. I have to go over to my country and understand the ways before I start bringing my thought processes. Because it could, it could be just like, actually, you come and do your fast, fast Western behavior. No one's going to turn up. But if you do it acclimatized to their, the people's time frames and things like that, it will work. So you just can't assume or make assumptions that your way is better just because you've been in the West. It's really, really patronizing. What do you guys say, think? I, I wouldn't say that it's our way is better. When I said, well, I, you know, I agree that we should have more people from the diaspora go into Africa. I absolutely uh, agree with that because I just came back from Ghana and Nigeria a few months ago and I was there for almost a month. And culturally, even though I am Ghanaian, culturally, it is very, very different. And there's certain things that I'm very much accustomed to, which I believe works here, can also work over there. And so I don't think it's a problem. If I have acquired a certain skill set to take back to the motherland to improve things, because let's face it, yes, Ghana and you know is a growing, a fast-growing economy. Nigeria is one of the richest countries in, in Africa. There's still a massive gap that I saw. I'll give you a prime example. Customer service is horrendous. We did say. Customer service Where? is Where? horrendous. In Ghana. in Ghana. Everywhere in Ghana, shockingly. I was at a play oh. center with my daughter and the nanny was actually sleeping. Because <gasps> she was tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's the heat, yeah. <laughs> I'm, trying yes. I'm trying to run a business. <laughs> and I to go out there. They can't get the staff from the, from the local... Uh, but, but I think... Sorry, I mm. just wanted to say, say, but the thing is, it, there's no, it's not that there's not Ghanaians in the country that fit, that think it's, like that. They everybody. do think like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Just maybe in your experience, you didn't see that. Culturally, what mm. I saw, that is what it is. I'd be told one time, and I get there on time, and this is my, you know, we must be there on time, and they turn up four hours later, and, like, my time is not precious. Look, I'm, I'm diverting a little bit. I'm just saying no, that. No, but it's a, it is a part of it. Yeah. It's, it's a, a very it's a... Western mindset to be like, but, you do this by this hour, you do this by this hour. Things do you know what I mean? Work. That's why work things, for us here. Things, yeah, that's why we are where we are, what British people... No, we opinion. are where we are because of slavery, because they took people from the land and they took them and they took all the point. minerals and then they destroyed their governments, they, they destroyed their tribes and destroyed that. all, everything. I, that's why Britain is where they I are. Not that. because of good customer no. service, but... <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. definitely. <laughs> Honestly. 
But I think it's how you approach it because yes, like I said, undeniably, I've had those conversations, but it's how you approach it. And as not that we're better and we're coming to fix you. It's like, how do we work together to bring this? Yeah. We're not their if saviors. We want to go there. Yeah. Same complex. Yeah. You're just taking the white out of it. Do you know mm. what I mean? It's just Western savior pro- that we're gonna come in because of and our make things better and make it better. It can be. It's how you bring already. it together. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's nothing wrong because again, it, there's a lot of us now going back to our home countries, yeah. whether it's Caribbean or Africa. That is happening. So what we need to do is learn each other, learn from each other. That's yeah. all yeah. I can say. I don't think. Either way is right or wrong. I think there are things I can't deny. Being in Ghana, there was experiences. I'm like, nah, we need to fix it. If I was to do a business there, yeah. this, this, this can't run yeah. for me. But that's my business as a person coming from the West to set up my business. Yeah. I don't think I could go into necessarily unless they hired me to do that. Like, hey, please fix up our staff. If I'm going to go and work in any business in Ghana, I'm not going to come and like, well, actually, do it like this. I have to acclimatize to them. If they want my input because of who I am and what my experience is, okay. that's when it's like, okay, the transaction of trade. And then understand, like, what you're saying is business, right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's capitalist. That yeah. benefits you. Does that necessarily benefit, benefit the them. people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benefit the growth of the country? Yeah, it exactly. You. Yeah. Do you that's know what I mean? Again, it's a very Western mindset that we could go places and get what we want and then leave. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Or take it out of the country. That's not, as the diaspora, that should not be our role. Like you said, it should be working with people if they want if us. If they want us, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's their decision, not our, ours, mm. I think, personally. No, I think so. <laughs> no, no, what do you think? No, no, no. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with a lot of what you said. And I think one of the things that is really key, I think, Auntie AK, you kind of captured it really nicely, which is around your approach. I think when we've had this conversation, I've said your approach is everything because not only, you know, does it come across a little bit kind of, you know, arrogant or whatever it is, if you're there and you're like, right, I've come from the UK, this is how we do things there. So we're going to apply all these principles and do everything the same as we do it in the UK. I I, I can see how certainly from a local perspective, if you're there and you've worked there for however many mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. and someone comes in, some young, like yeah. energized person that was- <laughs> With a British you know, accent. <laughs> exactly. And they're like, the way you've been doing it all these years is rubbish. This yeah. is the way we're going to do it from now on. I can see how I'm just putting myself in the shoes of that person that's been in Ghana or Nigeria or whatever, yeah, for generations. I'll be like, sorry, who are you? Like, Mm, so I think it's the, I think it's the way you you broach this stuff. I think it's the way you present it. And I definitely think that there are things, there are processes and, you know, the way things are in Ghana, in Nigeria, across Africa, in the Caribbean, that we can learn from as well. So I think it's it's, it's both ways. Education, their educational structure is better than over here. And community spirit. Like, do you know what I mean? Do you know how we can learn from that? Working together. Do you know what I mean? Because I think we have... They have have long systems that we don't have here. And I think it it absolutely is... Fast, fast, broken, broken. Yes, it's arrogant to think that us Johnny come latelys are really going to save the continent mm. or the Caribbean. I am like, I don't think it's going to be like that. I think there is a helping hand, but it's like being a second. Like, you know, when you're buying land as a foreigner, you're going into, into Ghana. We wouldn't have this issue, but somebody else, they should have a Ghanaian mm. that is a part owner or their names mm. are on the deed. I kind of feel it's very similar. Mm. And so that places me still, I'm still in conflict over this. Mm. Where is home then? Mm. because I don't feel home here yeah, and if this is it I'm out of Ghana and so is that home not really because I've been here and mm. we're in a really unique 
space mm. to, and we have to have these conversations like where do we where do we fit in we have a, a tight balance everywhere yeah and because i think we're a bit homeless it's very easy to be very similar to british people and british culture and be like that's mine yeah and we have to think of what have we adopted from them like what what's our mindsets because they go around see land see potential and, and it's like that's mine yeah it doesn't matter who was there already yeah we don't want to be the same as that because no. we're exactly the same and then it'll turn on us soon we'll be the colonizers yeah, yeah. Exactly. and the worst case of that is basically what's happening in the west bank right yeah. that's the conflict yeah. that's yeah. happening there that mm. one set of people are claiming rights to yeah. land yeah. which was occupied by other people exactly yeah. that's the worst case yeah. do you know what i mean yeah and we don't want to be that we've yeah. seen it, it doesn't work yeah Ooh. Oh, that's in pain. exactly it we do, do you know not I mean? want to be the set of people that we shouldn't really talk about because we can get removed from life <laughs> so <laughs> in conclusion richard blackwood <laughs> in conclusion richard blackwood okay. quiet yeah richard blackwood quiet you need to have more conversations with people who and perfect your you. accent to be honest yes work on your craft but that's for anyone do you know what yeah. I mean like, that's the thing like even especially if you're an adult man if you don't know your, like even me if I wanted to learn my language I really could you know yeah. really I really, really could, could. This day and age. do you know what I mean yeah. I'm, actually, I'm actually surprised I actually I really assume Richard Blackwood could do is that like why I don't know I don't know I just I for him to I haven't heard it I, for him to struggle I'm just surprised yeah. Mm. I don't well, know. He, no, but he's very, he's very yeah. happy with it because yeah. he was, he was <laughs> No, but he is. Because I watched the clip and he was like, it's really good. It's really authentic. He was like, maybe it's not the same as someone that was born and raised in Jamaica. I know, but it sounded bad. Mm, I thought it sounded cheesy. I thought it was more cheese than anything. Was it like, Del, but, really like Lenny Henry's Del, but Will? Like, his... no, no, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't <laughs> and also as well, I think there's that, with that, yeah, like there needs to be an acceptance that we are, have dual nationality. Yes. yes. Like we can never be the original. Like we, yeah. We're not. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're just not. not. Yeah, and it needs to be accepted. I suppose Absolutely. That's, in, on, yeah. in Richard's defense, two way street. Because what he is saying is like, guys, you, because there is an element, which I guess it's that I know that I experienced it. My mum didn't speak tree to me because when I was growing up, I was fostered. And also, she didn't want from the racism that she suffered being an African, she didn't want her children to suffer that. So, mm. and she leant into me being very speaky spoky, very well-spoken and protect, maybe potentially helping me assimilate. Yeah. So there's an element of understanding what we've been through. So if I do do an accent that's a bit off, it's not an insult to you. So maybe that's what you need to come. Rather than him getting offended, how about come on the humble, let's have an open dialogue rather than being defensive. Mm. Let's talk about it and say, guys, remember that this is the situation. This is how it is. As long as, as, long as you're not laughing at someone yeah. that's not from England, yeah, yeah. speaking exactly. in English, yeah. English, uh, yeah, exactly. and laughing at them I don't like because that they either. can't yes. speak it properly. I don't like as long that. as you're not doing yeah. that, then cool. If exactly. not, then we're equal, bro. Right? You know, there's those, like, <laughs> you know, there's those like skits, like interviews that will go around a home country and be like teasing people like not saying the language properly. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually. My mum sent me a few of those too, but I don't find them funny. I actually don't like laughing at someone who can't do it because also it's even better you can't speak English just because of just a middle yeah. finger to the colonizers. But you know, why should English be the language of the world? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I even lost what's going on. <laughs> Richie, fix up me. So now it's time to go to Sorry. our get me to my point. To sponsors. our sponsors. <laughs> this episode is sponsored. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you're stuck in a dinner rut? 
With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make some home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. <laughs> Do you ever use HelloFresh? Yeah. How do you yeah, find it? I really like HelloFresh. I really do. I'm I'm a lazy cook. Right. And I always struggle to think about what to make. And I like the fact that, you know, each week you can choose something really different and they're really quick to make. But at Definitely. the same time, I also kind of just want to eat my rice and stew. <laughs> that's that. Every so often. When you want a little diversion. But I think that's a balance, isn't it? It is, definitely. Yeah, same. I've used it. I did like a, I think I got one of those invitations from a friend to use it for like a week or whatever. So I did it. And I've, I made all these different recipes and, you know, they were fine and stuff. It's about people, if you're, like, if you're in quotes, a lazy cook. I mean, or someone who just find, has a busy lifestyle. So, yeah. like, you need to quickly because our stews and our authentic cooking can take a while. Yeah, it can take a while. To, um, well, I don't yeah. want to colonise, you oh, know, like, okay. you know, like Shito in um, Sainsbury's. Hello Fresh Shito, don't get out of Hello Fresh. And if you do, make sure you go to the country, whether it's Caribbean or Africa, and get the chef to be the, you know, whatever yeah. mission. Oh, please, please, yeah. Hello Fresh. But anyway, guys, Busy lifestyles, lazy cooks who want to break from cooking authentically in the kitchen for 10 hours or more. Go to the link in our show notes to get 50% off your first box and then 35% off your next three boxes. That's the link in our show notes to get 50% off your first box and then 35% off your next three boxes. HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. Thank you. Amazing. That's great. Okay, now we need to get into what's made you sad, mad and glad this week. Guys, you take it away. Wow. What's made you sad? What's made you mad? And what's made you glad? Okay. What's made you okay. I mean, you don't have to have nothing's made you yeah. any of those things. You can also skip through. I think that the well, the mad is well, is it mad or disgusted? The Brazilian doctor yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. Mad and disgusted. Uh, I don't think anything's made me sad this week. Which is great. I think. Yeah. And glad that it's I'm enjoying the heat because in you. two weeks it's gonna be cold and rain. Well not cold, but it'll be raining and we'll be like, what two kind weeks. of summer is this? I don't mind that. So yeah, glad because it's sunny. Yes. Okay. I think same with Lola. I think that doctor situation that's made me sad. And I think to a certain degree, just knowing that my dog is getting old, oh. I thought about that this week. Oh. He's 12 years old, had him since he was a puppy. Mm. That did make me sad a little bit. Oh. I saw him and he started to get cataracts. Oh. So that made this me is what disappointed. I... Nothing's really disappointed me this week. What made you mad? Angry, mad. 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 Mm, nothing's made okay. me mad. So that's very good. Yeah. What's made me glad? The fact that I've been able to almost finish the financial modeling. I'm not an accountant. Oh, <laughs> proud of I you. Have the new words like EBITDA, CAPEX. Pr proud <laughs> of you. Well done. Proud customer. of you. I learned that this week, so yay to me. Yeah, well well big yay to you. Well big done. yay to you. So my sad is that though I'm very happy it's hot, it's because of global warming. I have to admit defeat. It's like over here, this country is unnecessarily hot. We know there's something going on in yeah. the ozone layer. It's fucked. And <laughs> um, we're messing up the world. There's, I want to get into it on our next episode, Zero Net Zero, which is part of either part of the Great Reset or so to save the world. Who knows? There's a lot of stuff going on right. in the left and right world. And if you go down that rabbit hole, 
who knows where you'll end up. Exactly. I'm mad. This is a bit of a derivative from the norm, so it might take a little bit long, but I'm mad because I've, well, mad and glad because I finally spoke up about an incident where a woman called Alicia Hall, who runs a company called the Liberation Initiatives, scammed me, well, yeah, out of £35,000. She basically, I'll try and make a very long story short, I was introduced to her from an organization, a very reputable organization, to sponsor a lunch that I hosted last year. It was called the Blacklisted Lunch. It was a lunch during London Film Festival to bring together black creatives, just to celebrate us during a time when there's a lot of activity around film going on. The lunch was amazing. She attended the lunch. And afterwards, the conversation that we had was like, can you know, send an invoice, you will cover the costs of the event. That invoice has not been honored. That invoice was sent on 29th of September, 2021. It's not been honored. We've had a lot of back and forth. She's blamed Santander. She's blamed all sorts of reasons, but the bottom line is she hasn't paid. And what's subsequently been uncovered is that she owes another organization close to 200 grand, another organization 38 grand, another organization thousands, and two others who were paid by her, but after pulling teeth. So I went public with after, I mean, I've been supported very much by the aunties who helped me through this journey. It's been a horrible journey, Mm -hmm. but I went public on Monday and the outpouring of her support has been Oh my God, whoa, that wasn't intentional. That was not meant to happen. But mostly the outpouring of support from everyone who has had my back, to my mum, who, who came through. And then talk about the bank of mum and dad. Yeah. Bank of mum, yeah. mate. <laughs> she enabled me to go <laughs> to live on the back of this. And Auntie Farah definitely came through as well in financially. And some filmmaker friends came together and started a crowdfund because I was so these guys have been telling me do a crowdfund I'm like no my pride my embarrassment is it's a thing because you when you're a small business you feel ashamed when you fail and this situation is like random anyway I just didn't expect for, to be in a situation and it's emba- sometimes you feel embarrassed you feel like oh shit something like my platform is so huge it's been 10 years in why I'm in a position for it to be in such a um, dodgy place so anyway just the outpouring of support and donations so far. I haven't checked today because it's a bit nerve wracking, but we are, we were, last time I checked, we were on like five grand. I didn't have the URL in my head, which I should have, but we'll put it in our show notes and stuff like that. Yep, but if you can, definitely. this is what I find very difficult. So the British Blacklist needs your support. So please donate. We will put the, sh- the link in our show notes. It's just so I can recoup my losses because I owe people money because of this woman. And definitely keep an ear out for Alicia Hall, Liberation Initiatives. She's not a good person. It's the address to donate <laughs> to you. is justgiving.com forward slash crowdfunding forward slash British Blacklist. Yeah, and really thank you to Andy Mundy Castle, Sheila Nortley and Simon Frederick who came together to put this crowdfund together. And they don't want to be in the forefront, but I just have to show community. It's about community and it's not about taking the spotlight off myself, but the British Blacklist was launched and formed to celebrate us in the arts. And it's just it's been doing that for 10 years and I've been doing it by myself with my long-suffering assistant, Tamika. I have to shout her out. But with, you know, I wouldn't be here without the work and the brilliance that black creators in the UK are doing. We're doing such great stuff. And from when I launched in 2012 to now, the elevation has been real. So yeah, that's it. So that's what's made me mad and obviously sad. But what's made me glad are a bunch of things. Moving on to better. Actually, do you know what? I've got some other mads, you know, that will a bit more... <laughs> I need to reopen my phone. Hold on one second. Get my yeah, get my glass in there. Well, so do you know what's the face? It's actually feisty. My mum is turning eighty in August. Big up my mum, right? How? Yeah, you know she lived the life. 
but she got a letter from the whoever the freaking government whoever hmr hmrc to say as you're turning almost turning 80 you are going to be afforded 25p extra a week on your state pension <laughs> my mom called me so good she goes she goes a pound a month <laughs> yeah <laughs> what basically <laughs> and they said my mom was like she called me she goes akia when you come, bring a wheelbarrow because the amount of money we're going to collect. So I'm like, Mum, what are you talking about? She goes, I got a letter. Guess how much they're giving me? It's like, no, Mum, what? She said, 25p extra a week for turning 80. Why send a letter? That's My mum's like, because they, and they the give you options. Yeah. That's what mum said. The letter costs more. The stamp. And they, the yeah. stamp alone. <laughs> mum was like, they said that if you have anything to say about the to contest it, you can. Mum's like, even, even that complaint that I'm sending will cost more than the 25p yeah. that you're giving me. So I think, Hey, Chamasi, you're an insult to people who have lived and survived in your disgusting country to the age of 80. You managed, she's managed to survive. She was a nurse, and now you're telling her her state pension is going up a pound. I want to say middle finger to you. So that made made us mad, but actually made us laugh. Like, you're damn rude. And my glad is just the outpouring of support from my circle, my family, my friends and colleagues who just rallied around me in this time of madness. Mm. So I'm just super grateful. And then shout out to John and Steph. It's their one year anniversary of being married and we go to celebrate in the park later. Aww. Blah, blah, blah. Aww. Sorry, that was a bit long. Auntie Shade. No, it's <laughs> Auntie Nana. Auntie Nana, sorry. Oh, okay. All right, so my sad this week is I've been super busy at the shop and just haven't really been home. So I haven't seen my kids very much or my husband. Yeah, that's just kind of made me sad. I miss their little faces. Mm. I'm just mad at people like Alicia Hall that she exists <laughs> and that you've gone through that. But I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm glad because I spent so much time with people at the shop as well. When AK came to see me, yes, and my I friends did. came around to see me as well. And it's just been a really good time. And so many crazy people. And yesterday, I was in the shop until 2 a.m. So I'm super tired today, but very glad that we're, we're doing this all together. And a guy came in and he was like, how can I help you guys? And he was like, just buy something. So he spent £30, but he paid 100 So Aww. I'm just really proud of him as well. Cute. That's lovely. Yeah. That's amazing. And like, yeah, it was about midnight he came in. Oh. Yeah, we, were, we were drinking rum a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing. You will sip and shop in a hub and culture. You will. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I'm sad about what happened to those ladies. Yeah, man. The doctor and stuff. Mm. really sad. Also, this news about the market in Brixton being on yes, fire. Uh, That's really sad. Like, mm, I hope breaking. no one got hurt and stuff and if anyone's you know been affected by it they get compensated well yeah mad obviously for what happens AK like literally bun Alicia bun her business bun anyone <laughs> to do with her that's like, the word isn't it? that is the word and I'm also mad about what happened at Nip Tizzle's party so what was supposed to be like a celebration of his career 15 years do you know what I mean like turned well, if he was inside it was fine but if he was outside it was a bloody nightmare do you mm. know what I mean and it just shouldn't oh, have happened at all and but I also am glad because I was inside and it was amazing I'm a bit mad that I wasn't <laughs> there I didn't get guesses in the end so. no, but I would have bought a ticket okay but you know he, he... I forgot okay right because I didn't <laughs> I wasn't reminded guys. I did you see I did tell you guys I, I remember you. saying it was like, it's like I said I'm gonna go to that and she's like that's a good choice and then we were never reminded again okay are we mad you could be mad Duh. I feel like it's a <laughs> <laughs> That was my mad. <laughs> I had a fantastic time. 
Because I actually really wanted to go. Yeah, I really did. I thought I saw his feet. There's been so many things that you've gone to that I've really wanted to do. What? You haven't told me. Oh, oh. Okay. It's me. Oh, no, no. Oh, oh, where did I go? Just list everywhere you've been in the last three weeks. Where have I been? <laughs> we no, went no, where to YouTube. Been? Yeah. That I couldn't, I didn't have, I wasn't allowed to bring plus one oh, at all. What I'm saying is that you can be mad, isn't it? But there's nothing you could do about it. Oh, like, I'm going to put something I told you about it. You I forgot, to be fair. I do. I forgot. Done it, I've, been, I've been for a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been for a you lot. Have the tools. <laughs> I, I've been for a lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but anyway, yeah. I had a great time. This is what I'm saying. I'm not allowed well, to say well, when well. I had a great time. I get interrupted. And, hey, so, Sorry, my you love. Know, but I had a good time. And I'm Big really up. proud of Nectar yeah. I'm really proud of the team, like Danai, Eddie, all the other guys involved, and Beverly as well, kind of thing. They've done a fantastic job with a really shit situation yeah. do you know what I mean and it's just like it was a moment for the culture do you know what I mean and it was just it was just beautiful and I just wish more people could have experienced it so like me <laughs> but bun proud isn't it bun, bun it... proud yeah. bun them bun yeah. Alex yeah. the manager bun um I can't even pronounce the other guy's name like, yeah, bun, bun him too like they're out of order yeah I really really hope like like I said on the post that they they got deleted from now until my dying day, none of my clients will ever go there. That's, none of them. That's real. Absolutely and that's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Seriously. District shouldn't be open the either. Closed down, didn't oh, did it close? But not on the back, but not on the back of that, though. Like, no, but it didn't last very long. Yeah, so. it needs to go. Um, I don't know if, like, the management just built it something else. Right? Yeah, there's yeah, that. They, they need to suffer. Yeah. Mm, okay. That's so annoying. What are you doing? Playlist? It's a Spotify playlist. Yes. Okay, do you want to go through that quickly? And okay, so we have a Spotify playlist called Your Aunties Could Never. Please check it out. It's just a gathering of our tunes. Sometimes it's thematic, and sometimes it's just how we feel. This week, it is anything. <laughs> that was my word, anything. Okay. So my... And that, you know, to be fair, okay, fine. Yeah, um, yeah. My tunes are Diggity Woy, 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 Woy. It was great. I heard it. Obviously, I've heard it. But it was at Wireless and just the crowd reaction was very exciting. Oh, that's another place I wanted to go. But yeah, go I wanted to go Wireless too. Sorry, go on. Okay, sorry. go on. Just remember it. <laughs> go on. Western. Western Into. <laughs> yeah. A tune by Western UK R&B group Into. Also, because I heard it at Where? the Soho House oh, Festival. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> talking about <laughs> okay. so on, so. <laughs> and then a tune by Nelly Cherry that I it reminds me of my teenagehood it reminds me of being in class and not listening to the teacher but listening to Nelly Cherry's Raw Like Sushi album her first album mm. Ultra, Ultra Risque Locomotive it's such a ridiculously fun song it's so silly popped into my head the other day and I was like this is the epitome of me and Yasmin in class not listening to the teacher but listening to the album on our Walkmans <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it glad actually. I saw four last night with my with my brother and my nephew. And I'm just I although the film isn't great, it's okay it's just okay. It's cute. Let me say it's cute. Okay. Yeah, but like just seeing my nephew, he's now taller than me. Oh cute. I haven't seen them for a little while, so it's just nice. Oh, that's nice. And stuff. But anyway, let me get on to my tracks. So first off, I've got Spinal and a track called I can't even say this. Palazzo? Palazzo, Palazzo, yeah. Palazzo, I would say. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's one track. It's just got great vibe. Jules, if you know me, you know that I love Jules. I love his music. Um, He's got a new track with Project. (laughs) 
Yeah, we know why you like him. Called Caution. <laughs> Um, it's a big tune I think anytime those two link up they just really create magic and then a track called Vibe Out I don't know if you guys know it but it's just like a really cool vibe love time big up big up big up okay right. my anything songs that I would probably never be able to add so I went with it and what do you mean I absolutely love the Backstabbers by the OJs yeah Backstabbers yeah smile in your face all the time I'm gonna take your place the Backstabbers Backstabbers. I don't know. Yeah, you do. You no, do. I honestly don't. No, you do. Okay. If you hear it, you will. Sure, why not? I mean, it is from the sixties. No, no, but <laughs> it's a popular like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then my other second favorite song. They smile. No, we're just doing it again. Okay. They smile in your face all the time. I'm gonna take your place. The backstabbers. Backstabbers. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll play it again after. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then following on is another show. song from this. <laughs> I like this. It's me and Mrs. Jones. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. By Billy Paul. You, I don't know if I know this one. So you don't know it. No, I do know it. No, so you don't know it. I, why? Because I don't know Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Jones. Okay, go on. Start. Me and Mrs. Jones, yeah. we got a thing going on. Yeah, I love that song. And then my other third favorite song is Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Sing it. Oh, I, I know you that. don't know that. Song. Yeah, I do. Sing it. I do. I prove it. Uh, Alabino. <laughs> Did you say Alabino? No, Alabino. Albino. Albino. Yeah. Sorry. Sing it. I'm ready. Ding, 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 ding. I can't remember. I can't remember the words. And there's something. Sing other people's songs, but you can't back the aunties with voices. Because I can sing in tune. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Remember, she'd be for us, you know. <laughs> anyway, guys. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which, with the final thing we have is like we have like an unpopular opinion. Hit this or don't piss me off. Is there anything that's an unpopular opinion, or that's something that's on your hit list, or something you want the world to know? Don't piss me off with this nonsense, fam. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Don't piss me off by asking, do I wash my hair? And if so, how often? <sighs> we can relate. <laughs> Don't ask no questions like that. Don't ask me questions like that. And, oh, your hair looks like a mop. Ah! Don't piss me off. Don't piss wow. me off. Don't piss don't me off. Piss it's me like, off. just don't talk about our hair. Really. Don't talk off. about our hair. Yeah. Don't piss me off. That's a Oh, yeah, wow. Don't piss me off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, similarly, on a similar theme, talk to me, not my hair. Uh-huh. Down here. Eyes are here. Yeah. So, yeah. That's very true. That, that, that that's a good one. I think yeah, that's like very, that. very clean. Very, very clear yeah. cut. <laughs> Do not piss them off and talk out your fucking neck. Excuse me. Excuse me. Let me calm down. All right, guys. Thank you so much to Wani Heritage, Carol yeah. and Lola. Thank you. Wonderful guests, amazing, wonderful products as well. Yeah. Guys, support, support, support. Websites, please. What is this? 
So we are www.tiwaniheritage, which is T-I-W-A-N-I heritage.com. What is Tiwani? What does that mean? So Tiwani, we should have said that. Yeah, we we skipped it. So Tiwani is actually from the Yoruba phrase for it belongs to us. Uh So it's like a spiritual claim. It's like we're taking back something, you know, Carol mentioned earlier on about the whole buying experience being monopolized somewhat by other cultures shall yeah. we say yeah. it belongs to us we're reclaiming so it we could walk Love into it. the british museum and say yes. <laughs> yes. i'm just putting it out there <laughs> and we're at tiwani heritage on socials okay cool guys that's my authentic African accent. <laughs> An accent for the whole, for the whole, whole continent. continent. And we all sound the same. We all sound the same. I won't even offend the Caribbean by even trying to be generic. <laughs> okay, guys, thank you so much for watching and listening. Um, this has been your Aunties Could Never, the podcast that brings you joy. The basic, that's what it is. It brings you much joy. Please follow us on all the socials. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Watch us back on YouTube. Listen to us back on all the listening platforms. Don't forget to keep your mic to your face, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so on to our Patreon. We have three tiers to service you. This episode was sponsored by HelloFresh. We will be back with Auntie Farah, hopefully feeling much better and well. Mm. Miss you, Auntie Farah. Love you, Auntie Farah. And thank you again to our wonderful yeah. honorary aunties. It's been really fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing the amazing job you guys are doing. Oh, honestly, you. like we were so we were like so excited. Yeah. We were like, oh my god, we're gonna be the artist today. Like, yeah, like <laughs> keep you going, so guys. You're doing just. And you're just yeah. such a nice little person. Oh, I'm friends with you guys. Oh, like, oh, my sisters, I love you. Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah, that's so cute. Thank <laughs> you so much. That's so cute. And thank you to our producer Sheila in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rap, 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 rap. Goodbye, guys. Goodbye. Bye, bye. Bye. Bye.